Welcome to Talking Giants. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Panic, presented by John Boy Media, the only podcasters of the company who aren't relying on baseball. Congrats to us. We will be taking over John Boy Media soon. How are you doing, Justin? You know, we got our fantasy draft we're going to do in a little bit, but how are you doing? That was a that was a that was quite the intro. Quick little turnaround to me. Uh, I'm doing all right, Bobby Skinner. Today's and tonight is one of those nights where I would love to be recording outside, but this is an extremely extremely serious episode. I need multiple screens. I need multiple things going on. You're you're a pad and pen kind of guy. You're a pad and paper kind of guy. So you have that in front of you. But I got yes, my. I there, you can hear it. So I'm going to hear you. One of my favorite parts about podcasting and one of my favorite parts about what you do is that when I hear you flipping through your notes, so you heard that a lot during the draft, probably PPPs is going to be the next time that we're going to hear you flipping through notes. But I got my multiple screens and pro football reference on multiple different tabs right now. I'm ready to rock and roll. We're going to get into this fantasy draft. You'll describe what that is, but I want to ask you how you're doing. I'm doing all right. Um, Baseball not uh, coming back seems to suck. Uh now basketball is talking about not coming back. And then the freaking Cowboys and the Texans down in Texas, they got the freaking coronavirus. So it, it seemed like everything was just like football is just going to happen and it's going to be perfect. And I was <laughs> right in line with that. And now today was the first day I actually worried about football season. The only thing that I'm worried about, I bought Yankee tickets in June. I bought one game this year. This was the first year in two years that I didn't buy like 10 or more games. So I bought one game. I'm worried about, am I going to get my money back? Because Bobby, it's June. It's too early for me to be concerned about like, oh, is football going to come back? I can't deal with that like that frustration and the anxiety that comes with, oh, are we going to have football in September? I can't. It's June. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe we should protest out of outside of Yankee Stadium. That would be good business. Mm-hmm. All right. No nope. inside inside joke between the podcasters. Don't you love when your favorite podcast they say an inside joke, and no one knows it besides them because it's a subtle shot. All right, just I just I just said all that. That's bad radio, though. It is. It's horrible radio. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> all right, so let's let's be real. This episode might end up being short. I don't know how long we're going to take with it. But Justin, we today I phrased it bad on Twitter. I said fantasy draft, and people are like, well, fantasy points. Da, da, da. It's like, well, no, it's it's a fantasy draft, but we're not drafting for fantasy points. We're putting together a roster. And so fantasy we put together... as a not reality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what we're doing is uh, every member of the Giants from two, the 2000s on is available in this draft. But then we started going through it, and we're like, okay, well, like there's Tiki Barber and Saquon, and then there's Strahan Tuck. JPP and OC. So it's like, we're not going to be drafting like some of the best players to the last round. So what we did is we made a rule. You can only draft five pro bowlers. So only five pro bowlers. So it adds a little more strategy to it. Whereas like I wasn't going to draft a running back until you drafted a running back. You know, I was just going to wait. Yeah. And if you took Saquon, I was going to take Tiki. And if you took Tiki, I was going to take Saquon and the defensive end. So we did that. So we could only do five pro bowlers. So I think that makes it a little more interesting. And, Eli Manning was the quarterback for both teams, and the reason we're doing that is not because, like, oh, well, they have Kerry Collins and Daniel Jones. The thing is, we know you guys love Eli, as do us, and we know you guys will just pick the team Eli was on. Let's be real. That's Mm -hmm. how you guys are, and that's how we are because we love Eli, and he's proven that he can take a team to the Super Bowl. So I think everyone would just give the edge to Eli. So Eli is the QB for both teams. I would have taken Phillip Rivers. Oh, 
Oh, very funny. He never signed a contract, so he was <laughs> never on the Giants. That's uh, true. A running back, a tight end, three wide receivers, five offensive linemen. Now they have to be left tackle, left guard, center, right guard, right tackle. You can't just pick random positions. Oof. Like you can't be like, I'm pitting Kevin Zeitler at center. Can't do it. Um, and then you can either run a four, three, three, four, however you do that, seven guys, two corners, and two safeties. So I think it's gonna be kind of interesting. It's you know what was the most interesting, Justin? Is that we went through 20 years of rosters, and there's literally not a single good outside linebacker. Like there's some guys who are like, oh, he had a good year, but there's not like one outside linebacker. Like, man, he was a, a really solid player for a decent amount of time for us. No, and even with the middle linebackers, I put down Alec Ogletree's name because it's just like just in case. Yeah, I've got John Beeson on here just in case. Because yeah, I mean, I did, yeah, I did too. love John Beeson at Carolina and as a Miami guy. So Beeson was a great, but for the Giants, he just wasn't. So, uh, so yeah, John Beeson is on my death chart. I don't think I'm gonna have to go to him, but he is on there. I may, I may, I may poke my toe in that in that thought. You know, if we get down to it. We'll see. Now, think about this. Antonio Pierce is a pro bowler. So, do we use a pro bowl spot on a middle linebacker who wasn't that great? In co- it's it's going to be interesting. I, I'm interested to see what our strategies end up being. That being said, so we're doing 21 rounds and two people. Snake draft doesn't really work because it, is, it literally just becomes you pick two players, I pick two players. So, the first 10 rounds, one of us will have the first pick, the other one will have the second pick, and then the last 11 rounds will swap. Justin, I will give you the honors of choosing. Do you want the first pick for the first 10 rounds or the second 11 rounds? Oh, gosh, because, I mean, the first pick is obvious, right? So you're giving me the option to basically, do I want a Hall of Famer or do I not want a Hall of Famer? Well, it depends if you want to go Pro Bowl or first pick or not. I don't don't even know what I want to do, really. So I I think you should just go first. How about that? Really? Yeah, because I I guess if I said it's obvious that – because, I mean, really, if there's a giant – and correct me if I'm wrong – there's only one Hall of Famer. That, oh, oh, whoops. Well, Eli Manning's already on our team. So this is the second Hall of Famer. There's only one Hall of Famer that Giants available. have really produced. Oh, boy. Here we go. No. <laughs> um, he's on a good pace. He's on a good pace. Um, I'm going Strahan. I'll get the I first like pick. I'm going Strahan. He's absolutely destroyed the NFC East throughout his entire career. Um, you know, let's just basically put it this way. I mean, you can say this about any of these great defense events that we had from, you know, the 2000s and the 2010s, you know, early 2010s. But, you know, what what would we what wouldn't we do to, to get a guy like Michael Strahan back on this team? I will say, though, Bobby, I mean, you maybe can recollect this a little better than I have, but I've kind of uh, I've kind of started to dig into Giants history a little bit more going back with Bleeding Blue and stuff like that. Strahan had kind of kind of a pretty big mouth and he was kind of disruptive not only like on the football field but really like off the football field he kind of disrupted a lot of things so i have i'm taking a little bit of a chance with uh some some of these guys that are available in these in this giants draft we got some personalities and i'm adding strahan first to my list yeah if you're just talking about like no strategy just like best player available it's definitely it's definitely strahan um it's interesting though because i don't know if i want to use a pro bowler with my first pick and wait i don't know but like you said, he's a Hall of Fame player. He is the best player on this. And I think actually by a decent amount, you know, like he's a, just a flat out game changer. Um, even though we're getting these guys in their prime, you know, it's not like we're getting Buccaneers JPP, even though he's right. been pretty good. So you're going Strahan. I struggled with this because there's some positions that thin out as we go. Do I want to use a Pro Bowl guy? All right, I'm going first pick. I'm not I'm not using one of my Pro Bowl guys. I'm not using one of my Pro Bowl guys 
because I think there's going to be Pro Bowl guys I can get later, even though I'll probably go Pro Bowl second round. And what I am doing is I am getting my right tackle. I need, I, I'm going to have weapons, I think, regardless. I need someone to protect them. And Justin, I'm going Kareem McKenzie, the best mm. Giants free agent acquisition of these 20 years. I mean, am I wrong? Like, has there been a better free agent addition? Maybe you could say Plax. Yeah. I guess Plax, Plax could definitely be on there. But I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think there was anybody else who was a better free agent addition. Uh, no, so, yeah, just go- in terms of years of years served. I mean, Kareem McKenzie was a giant from 05 to 11. So he was one of the one of the guys. Like, I feel like you almost forget that he was that right tackle for number one that long. But he also lasted those two Super Bowls. I feel like sometimes you forget. You for you remember Deal. You remember Snee. I think Snee. Did Snee maybe start to go through some health struggles towards 2011? He didn't play much longer than that. Uh, O'Hara retired in the 2010 season. So you sometimes forget, like, oh, McKenzie was, like, the right tackle, one of the most important positions, like, in the game of football and on an offense. And he did it through two Super Bowls for this team through a span of 05 to 11, um, which is seven years with the Giants. 105 games started. Yeah, and there's definitely better players out there, but – and like you know, obviously, like I just didn't want to use my Pro Bowl, and like Kareem McKenzie might have even been my first pick, anyways, because I need to have my offensive line solidified. And there's some good tackles. I won't say there's not, but uh, you know, deals a Pro Bowler, so I was like, it might I might miss out on him. So I, I went I went Kareem McKenzie with the first pick. Now I'm going bold. I'm going bold, and I'm going Pro Bowl back to back because I I I'm kind of shocked that you took McKenzie. This early, but I'm a big believer kind of positional value and knowing the left tackles that the Giants have produced in the last 20 years, you kind of cringe at a little bit. There's some good from maybe the early 2000s, but I'm doing it. I'm taking a second pro bowler, two pro pro bowlers back to back. I'm taking David Deal. I like David Deal, but I just feel like for a guy who made a pro bowl, like he wasn't good enough, you know, like David Deal is good. Uh, Yeah. Like, but Kareem McKenzie, I think, is a better overall football player than even though he played, you know, right tackle, which was less important, is less important than left. But I just didn't want to use a pro bowler on McKenzie, or sorry, on on uh, David Deal. Although, if we didn't have this pro bowl rule, uh, I would be all for, like, you go get your left tackle. But yeah, I, I just, I had to go Kareem McKenzie with this, uh, with this one. Um, yeah, and so I and deal. I and I get it. Okay. Yeah, I I get it, and I and he wasn't great, and especially since I started to rewatch some games from, especially like the late two thousands, early two thousand tens, he wasn't great. But I mean, think of like the pass rushers that he had to deal with coming up, especially in the NFC East. Demarcus Ware was in the prime of his career. He had to play him twice a year. And there was never a game that I feel like you look back on where it's like, wow, David Deal absolutely crapped the bed against Demarcus Ware. He played Jabril Peppers a couple times too. Not Jabril Peppers. He was bad in that Julius 49ers Peppers. game. Yeah, bad in that 40. I mean, everybody was bad in that 49ers game. He played Julius <laughs> Peppers, not Jabril Peppers. But anyway, Bobby, I don't want to spend five minutes on each player. But David Deal, not great. But to shore up that kind of position and that important position, uh, he's a guy that's also versatile. He can kind of play anywhere. So if my left guard goes down, David Deal can slide over to left guard or even the right guard spot. So versatile, David Deal, pro bowler. I already used two of my five. There's no injuries in uh, made-up fantasy drafts. I'm just hypothetically. (laughs) Uh, All right. So I think I might not go pro bowler again since you used two. And this guy, you can argue that he's the second best guy at this spot. I don't know, though. Uh, 
You know what? Screw it. I'm going Plaxico. Plaxico did not make a Pro Bowl, which is great for me. So now I have my number one wide receiver. I might be able to pair him with. Hey, maybe I'll end up pairing him with Odell, like the best wide receiver duo mm. out of those six. Uh, you know, a little, little callback to last week's episode. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going Plaxico Burris. So I still have all five of my Pro Bowlers, and I've got a bona fide number one wide receiver. I got my right tackle, and I have all my Pro Bowl guys left, and you only have three left. So I got I got to go Plax. And plus, we got Eli. That connection is there. We got to, you know. We're stretching the field. We got these jump balls. Hopefully, I'll have the offensive line to protect when I'm towards the end of this. So I'm going Plaxico. What do I want to do? Because I feel great that I have a left tackle who's played a lot of games. He's consistent. And I have a Hall of Famer, right? I have a Hall of Famer. Where was Plaxico on your list? Like where like if, where was, when you thought about Plaxico, when did you think of like him coming up for you? I had Beckham over him. He he was he was my second I mean, wide receiver. Better, Becker's listed. better than him, but be, like, I know. I, yeah, I, he's not a. You just a don't want to use though. that pro. You don't want to use that pro ball slot. All right, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy, and I'm taking Corey Webster. Corey Webster, wow. Hmm. I think that's a horrible pick. I'm not going to say why because it'll. I can. I might show my hand a little bit, but Corey Webster. Yeah. He's definitely not the best corner on there. You know, you have uh, some other guys. I'm not going to say them all. But some of those guys did make Pro Bowls. But Corey Webster, would you, did you think about yeah. going Aaron Ross over him? Honestly, I don't have extremely fond memories of Aaron Ross. I have more fond memories of Corey Webster. It's Now, the start of his career, like, don't get me wrong. The start of his career was bad. And then it was basically that two, those 2007 playoffs where he was like in Coughlin's doghouse throughout that whole regular season in 2007. And then he bursted out in that postseason. He played like a madman. And then there was like a three-year stretch, especially I think in that 2009-2010 season. He had some awesome, awesome seasons. Now, Bobby, I'm going to say this, and I know you're not going to like it, but there's some people that do appreciate this. Corey Webster has one of his seasons. It's either 2009 or 2010, where it is a top 10 graded season by Pro Football Focus oh out of God. all corners for all time. Must have been horrible. <laughs> so I take that to heart. There was, you know, there was a few stretch of years where you remember those Giants pass rushes, but Corey Webster was pretty darn good. And he had a arguably uh, one of his seasons were top 10 all time for cornerbacks, according to Pro Football Focus. So I'm going Corey that. Webster. Get me my number I, one corner. I hate I hate that pick. Um, and hopefully I'll get to reveal it to you later. All right, so here's what I'm doing. It's a little scary, but I'm going to do it. I'm going my first pro bowler, Justin. And you know what? I said it last round. I'm going to double dip. I'm double dipping in the third round. But make your strength your strength. That has become like my motto of 2020. Make your strength your strength. And I got plaques out there. And I am pairing him with Odell Beckham Jr., Literally mm. the perfect duo for two wide receivers. You got big and you got speed and route running. It's going to be like Eli won't even need an offensive line with these two, even though he already has Kareem McKenzie on his play side. So I'm going Odell. I mean, that's nasty. I get that there's some there's some guys that are on the board, but I think I can get them later. Uh, so I'm going – I got to go Odell. So far, mine is pretty pandering because people are just going to see Plax and Odell and not even look at the defense. Sheesh, you don't even need an offensive line. Tell that to the 2017 Giants. Um, <laughs> that to Eli against the 49ers. Oh, pfft. Hey, that at me. 
All right, you know what? I'm going back on the offensive line, Bobby Skinner. Again, I'm you know you want to talk about making a strength a strength. I'm attempting to make my offensive line a strength. So I'm getting Kevin Zeitler. I'm picking him right up. Okay, I like it. He's not he's not a Pro Bowler. I was hoping to be able to snag him later. I like it. Um, you like you said you like you said making your strength your strength. I was really hoping to get Zeitler in this draft. So I'll, that does dif- disappoint me a little bit. Ah, Zeitler. So you like Zeitler more than Soybert? Yes. Um, and, and the reason why I take Zeitler over Soybert is because, you know, when I was growing up, I was a kid and I wasn't watching like the game of football like I am watching it right now. So I know Zeitler better. I'm also talking Giants bias. We've already interviewed him. No, we're also friends with Soybert too. So here, I'll honestly ask you, I'll defer this to you. If you could choose to have one in their prime, who would you rather have, Zeitler or Soybert? Probably Zeitler, to be honest, even though I love Soybert, but Soybert was... A- Soybert was surrounded by good offensive linemen. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, Soybert started for almost 10 years. Um, it yeah. really breaks my heart that he didn't get to go with those guys in 2011 um, because of injuries. But Soybert was a starter for 10 years. I mean, he was he was a starter with Kerry Collins as QB. Like, he was in – like, he was a starter for that playoff team. So yeah, that old uh, Giants logo on his helmet. <laughs> you know, he, know, that's when he was playing. He came out with the – like, he's like one of the guys that came out with the American flag after 9-11. Undrafted free mm. agent, too. So I love Soybert, but I, I I do think I would probably go with Zeitler as just like the better overall player. All right. So I wanted to go with this guy in the last round. I wasn't too scared you were going to get him, but we've been talking strength or strength. And I struggled with this position, who I'm going to go. But I'm going to go Jason Pierre-Paul. When he was in mm-hmm. his prime, he was unbelievable. He was the top defensive end. He was better than any year Justin Tuck was, better than any year OCU Manure had. Jason Pierre-Paul was unfriggin' believable. I mean, he like without him, we don't even make the playoffs in 2011. So I'm going. I gotta go JPP. You got Strahan, and I, I just I I'm going with my first Pro Bowler. Uh, I just couldn't take the chance of losing him. And if you had JPP and Strahan, it would have. I, I think you would have just won right there because my you know my QB is just not being able to throw the ball no matter what. And I could have Kareem McKenzie and whoever. And those guys aren't stopping those two. No, you're right. That's actually a really good pick. And I maybe should have maybe should have picked him over Corey Webster, even though, you know, you're talking about pass rush versus secondary, whatever. But you're just scared to use your pro bowlers at this point. I know. Yeah, I got Now I got to be a little conservative here. You're, you're playing from a position of strength now. But JPP in 2011, I rewatched that second Cowboys game where he had that blocked field goal. And the dude was running around the football field like what you want now out of like an interior linebacker to go sideline to sideline and make plays down the field or in the run game, wherever, in screens, like literally wherever. JPP did that for a stretch of time, specifically in 2011. Absolutely incredible athlete. Um, and I think we really forget just how good he was and just how good of an athlete. And this is 10-finger JPP, too. He has all 10 fingers. <laughs> the player I'm drafting has yeah. all 10 fingers. So... I just want to get that straight right. out of there. Right. All right. So All right. your fifth player. I'm going weird. I'm thinking of what positions are the Giants kind of weak at and where do I kind of want to attack first? And then I'm hoping towards the latter end of this draft that there are guys still available in these positions with a lot of depth in that I can kind of just pick up and I can scoop up. That's kind of like my strategy right now. So Never in a million years would, if we were doing like a different kind of draft, maybe if the Giants of the last 40 years, I would never pick this guy. Giants at this position of the last 40 years were actually really good. I'm going Kavika Mitchell. Give me an outside linebacker. 
Dude, it's too it's too early for Kawika. I love Kawika. He is the best outside linebacker on here, but I don't know, man. I feel like you're fumbling this. You're going you're like you're locking up positions that are weak, but mm-hmm. you're just I just feel like you're not getting the greatest guys. But you know what? I'm not gonna complain because it, it just makes me stronger. You know I what? do love Kawika. He we, was a very underrated could player. Could we revisit in that, though? That Super Bowl run. Yeah, we talk talk about talk that talk. All right, let's Let's revisit a little bit because he came in as a free agent signing in 2007. Yeah, he was the only free agent signing that Jerry Reese actually made. It's like, yep, I'm only going to make one free agent signing. So in 07, he played all 16 games. He had a total of uh, he had a total combined 77 tackles, 54 of those solo, six quarter six tackle for loss, four quarterback hits, three and a half sacks. But also probably most importantly, he had that fourth and goal stop that basically saved the season uh, in Washington when the Giants were 0 2 week three. So Kavika Mitchell uh, basically. Bobby Skinner, is it a hot take to say before the Giants basically moved to a 3-4, Kavika Mitchell was one of the last good, solid, reliable outside linebackers that we had? He was the only one. He's the only outside linebacker on here that you're like, ooh, I'd like to pick him up. Now, there's there's other guys who are serviceable. But yeah, like my offensive linebackers, or my offensive outside linebackers are going to be horrible. But I wasn't willing to go early for Koika, who wasn't yeah, like no. great. He was good. He wasn't great to you know make sure that position wasn't horrible a position that's not going to be horrible justin i'm going into the pro bowl tank so we both got two pro bowlers used mm-hmm. take i want you to take a guess who i'm going oh Three, you're, you're going shocky one no as much as i love shocky i love him i love myself some jeremy shocky i'm making my strength a strength again justin tuck Stop wow. the run, rush the pass. He's going to show up in the biggest moments. You pair him with Jason Pierre-Paul, good luck telling your running back which guy to chip or bringing in a tight end because these guys are fighting through both of those. They're beating double teams. I have most of my pro bowlers. I have freaking Plax and Odell. Oh, my gosh. I've used no. I've used three pro bowlers now that I'm thinking about it because Odell's a pro bowler. Oh, I have three pro bowlers down. Anyways, I got Odell, JPP, and Tux as my fifth pick. And you know what? Try and try and block this, homie. Try and block this, David Deal. David Deal's not gonna block them. I'm sorry. I love you, David Deal. You're not blocking either no, one. David of these Deal guys. would have trouble. David Deal would have a little trouble. Uh, <laughs> I am getting my number one wide receiver. I'm going Hakeem Nicks. Boom. Nicks over Cruz. I guess you don't want to use a Pro Bowler, but no, flat out, right you Nicks or Cruz? How about that? Like just no Pro Bowls involved. If we're talking about guys, oh man, because Cruz is such the big play guy, and Cruz is one of those guys that like transcends like that slot, like possess. He's a slot wide receiver, but he's more than just like a possession guy that can move the chains. In today's NFL, if I'm thinking of who I, who would I want on the Giants right now, I'm going Victor Cruz. But for the sake of this draft and how I think I can make a team fit, give me an outside boundary guy. Give me my X receiver, the guy with the big hands, the guy that can go up and even though I would never run him, I would never run end zone fades fades to the to the back of the end zone. But Nix was like one of the last guys that actually those actually worked. <laughs> those end zone those end zone fades to the back of the end zone. So give me Nix. But if you're asking me Cruz or Nix. And like, who would it, maybe I want on the Giants now? We would definitely need like a Vic, more more or less a Victor Cruz. Yeah, but you're going next. All right, so this next spot, <laughs> I'm not like jumping for joy, even though he's my guy. But I cannot take the chance of not getting uh, a guy who doesn't make the Pro Bowl in this list because it's get it thins out after that because of the consistency the Giants had from the 2000 2010 at offensive line. I'm going Rich Soiber. I got to get a guard. 
you know, Stone was a pro bowler. Chris Snee's a pro bowler. So, you know, I might grab those guys, but I got to make sure I don't I, – I at least get one guy that's not a pro bowler on that list. And Stoybert's the guy. You can trust him. He's going to come into work every single day. And hopefully he gets a good left tackle next to him. But nonetheless, he's going he's gonna to work his ass off and he's going to play that left guard spot as good as any Giant has ever played the left guard spot. So I, I got to go with my boy, Rich Soy Boy Soybert. So you got Tuck and you got JPP. So that's two Pro Bowlers. And I only have one oh, you Pro have, Bowl. I have a Hall of Famer. You have, no, you have, wait, let me look. You have Strahan and Deal. Okay, so you only have two Pro Bowlers. You're correct. Yeah. So, but my ego's hurting me a little bit because you got two Pro Bowlers on that defensive line, and I only have one. Now, OC's still sitting here nice and pretty, but I need a guy on the inside that's going to help out Kavika Mitchell. I need a guy that's going to maybe help out Strahan, maybe take away some double teams. He's going to eat up space himself, and if you know where I'm going, we're talking about eating up. I'm taking Snacks Harrison. Give me him. So you're going Pro Bowl at the defensive tackle spot. Yep, going Pro Bowl at the defensive tackle spot, which may be controversial, but... If we're talking about a give me like a nose tackle, this gives us the capability to maybe run like a maybe like a three four from time to time. I think Snacks Harrison transcends, even though there's some depth here at defensive tackle for this giant for this Giants team, especially the last twenty years. I think he transcends those guys in terms of what he can do and how he operated in the player that he was for the Giants. So give me Snacks Harrison. I mean, I love Snacks, but Pro Bowl the defensive tackle spot when there's there's some value there. Um, I don't. There know is. Much, I don't know how much I like it. Jeez. Oh man, that. I don't think Vernon and JPP didn't put up like crazy numbers in 2016. I mean, Snacks was a beast. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that defense is the same without you know Janoris Jenkins and without Snacks. I do. Those two players, I think, transcended that whole group um, and made everyone else around them much better. All right. I got two guys on the offensive line. Do I go on the? Do I? Do I try and get my offensive line set up? You know what? I'm going. I'm going a little flashy. A guy who hasn't made a Pro Bowl, or he hasn't been able to really stay healthy a ton. But I'm getting my tight end, and I'm grabbing Evan Ingram. You got mm. Odell and Plax on the outside. You grab Evan Ingram as a tight end. He's not a Pro Bowler. As much as I love Shockey, I just can't use my pro. I can't use a Pro Bowl spot on Shockey when I feel like I don't need to have a great tight end. But I, nonetheless, I add a freaking Speaser and Ingram. And you know, like my tweet earlier today, when he's healthy, he's a freaking monster and can put up thirteen hundred yards in a year if he can put it together. But nonetheless, we're we're assuming health in this draft, so I'm going Evan Ingram. You're going Evan Evan Ingram. All right, right on, right on. So I six, am four more picks before we swap. Let's no, go three more picks. We got seven. We got we're picks. seven guys down. <laughs> so I only have one guy in my secondary. I have two offensive linemen here. I have one wide receiver, and I think there's going to be wide receivers that are still going to be left for a little bit. So I'm not going to touch that. You just basically got. I don't want to call Evan Ingram a wide receiver because he's not. He's not a wide receiver, even though some some podcasts are annoying and they call him basically a wide receiver. Uh, but he's not going to be that great blocking for you. That's my only concern. I am. We're going to be passing every play. You know what? I'm doing it because I love him so much. I'm going Terrell Thomas. That is such a weak. I can't believe you did that. You have just made this draft so easy for me. I am not. I am picking a guy who I love at corner. And so you can't pick a corner from now on. So I could just tell you my intentions, right? Correct. 
I am going Jason Seahorn with my last pick. Just letting you know. Jason oh, Seahorn will gosh, be my last pick. Gosh, how did I forget about him? I, I knew it. I almost forgot about him. But then it's like, oh, yeah, he was. He did play until like 2003 almost. Um, and then had injury. I can't believe. Ooh, I, I, it's fun. It's nice that I can just tell you that now. I've been, I have been literally keep not saying his name because oh. I was scared. I'm so glad you made that pick. All right. So I don't have anybody in my second. You do know how either. good Terrell Thomas was, though. It was all right. It wasn't like nothing special. I mean, we never bring right, up I'm his go- name. Uh, quick. He I'm wasn't good enough for quick. us to bring up his name again. I'm doing this quick. 2009, he had 85 tackles. 2010, he had 101 tackles in 2009 he had 13 passes deflected in 2010 he had 21 passes deflected and how many interceptions five and five interceptions both in 2009 and 2010 those are a pretty if it wasn't for whatever his knee or neck whatever he broke in that 2011 preseason game he would have been a corner for us for a very long time and a very successful one yeah love terrell thomas whatever very good tackler People aren't going to vote on that. They're going to see Jason. No, they're not. All right. Oh, man. I'm I'm, I'm a stupid idiot. What do I go here? There's some defensive tackles I like, but I feel like I could get them a little later. I've got no linebackers and no secondary right now. But even though I do have Jason Seahorn, pretty much already logged up. I am going to go. I know you care about secondary. So what I'm going to do. No, what I'm not doing it. I'm going Luke Pettigrew as my left tackle. Luke Pettigrew. Mm. Yep. He. Uh, I thought about going Lomas Brown, but he only played a couple years with the Giants. I just. I feel like I would. We would be judging him for his first part of his career and not his career as a Giant. And so I felt a little dirty, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to pander like that. And he was playing right tackle, so I'm going. I'm going Luke. So I have my tackles in Luke and Kareem McKenzie. There you go. There you go. I like that. That's good. Oh boy, Chris Snee is sitting here pretty for me, but that would be my fourth pro, pro bowler. This is tough. I'm glad we did the whole pro bowler thing. Yeah, because um, it would have been just too easy if we didn't, honestly. It would have. It would have. There's still a lot of depth at my second defensive tackle spot. There's still there's still some depth left at defensive end. There's a lot of good depth left at defensive end, technically. But Bobby, you know, I kind of need to get back here, you know, because I feel like I feel like I've been taking these guys that I like, but nobody else likes. So I need to get a fan favorite, and I'm going to sacrifice. This is wild that I'm doing this, but I'm sacrificing my fourth Pro Bowler. Let's just get the good players on the team and worry about it later. Give me Antonio Pierce, middle linebacker. I like that you're going. You're 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 going to have definitely going to have the best linebacker core. And Pierce was one where I was like, I was probably going to be like, all right, if I need to use my fifth Pro Bowler, and there's you know someone there that I don't like, other guys I'm I feel like I can replace. I was going to go Pierce because it gets ugly after that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so but you will have the best linebacker core. That's uh, that's a no doubter for that. So now you've used your fourth Pro Bowler. So we got mm-hmm. six, nine. So we got all right. My ninth, my ninth guy. Do I just go straight up O line and just have the O line? Because I I kind of have to go Pro Bowl. You know what? I have to go Pro Bowl at guard anyways. I'm not gonna go get friggin' J.D. Walton or or Weston Richburg or Pew. I'm not I'm not bringing one of those guys in my team. I can't stand any of those guys except for Richburg. I can live with him, but he's a center. I'm going Chris Snee. You know, it's my fourth Pro Bowler. But like I said before, I can't I I can't pick those guys. I can't stand Pew. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going Snee. All right, so your last pick of the first ten rounds, which means after this, I get the pick first. Do we consider Will Beattie a right tackle? He was a right tackle for part of his career. Yeah, you can put BD at your right tackle. You can put BD at right. BD's BD right tackle. 
Yep, that's what I'm doing. Will Beatty. Uh, okay. I didn't even really have him on my, my board. That's Matt Pert's hero right there, UConn guy. All right. So my last pick of the 10th round of the first half of this. Gosh, do I just get <laughs> do I just go do I go Pro Bowl or center? No, I'm not gonna do it. Um, there's some defensive tackles I like. You know what? I'm gonna come close to compete completing my offense. Because there's got there's just I know I'm not gonna have good linebackers anyways. Um, and I think I might react to you at a different position. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go for my slot wide receiver. I'm going Sterling Shepard. So I, I pair Sterling Shepard mm. with Odell, Plaxon, Evan Ingram. Uh, center. I already I've already decided that I'm not gonna be able to uh, use a pro bowler at center. So yeah, I'm going Shepard to to round this out for the top ten. So after the first half, let's look at our teams. I've got Evan Ingram, Plax, Odell, Shep, Luke Pettigout, Rich Soybert, Chris Nee, Kareem McKenzie, JPP, and Tuck. And Justin, you have Hakeem Nix, David Deal, Kevin Zeitler, Will Beatty, Michael Strahan, Snacks, Kawika Mitchell, Antonio Pierce, Corey Webster, and Terrell Thomas. Um, I'm just going to say they're going to vote with me so far. Um, yeah, they are. Because you, because our, so side note, uh, talking sports. Jake, uh, Keith, and yourself, though those are the guys that are on that show. And you guys like have polls almost every week about like, oh, which team is best or who was right about this thing. So Jake has the weird cult. And now now you are back on this is your base. This is your I'm on your level now. I'm on your team. And you have your weird cult on Giants Twitter. So Cult I, of I, Bobby I know. Assemble. <laughs> so your ego is restored from talking sports. <laughs> hey, you know what? Actually, I, I've been wanting to use this term because it's a trailer park parks term, and we've become like the official Giants podcast of trailer park boys. But just yeah, one of the funniest have. ones is he's like, I don't know how it ever would come up on the podcast, but he goes, "It's better to get, have a gun and need one than not have a gun and not need one." And I don't know why mm. that just makes me laugh so much. Too. It's better to have a gun and need one than not have a gun and not need one. All right, so. That's your legal advice to DeAndre Baker. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll end up with DeAndre Baker on this. You never know. Uh, <laughs> have some Plax versus DeAndre Baker matchups in practice. Uh, <laughs> all right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go. I've already used four of my pro bowlers. Do I go fifth right here? I don't know because I there's two pro bowl corners I really like in Jenkins and DRC. I, I like Jenkins more than DRC, even though the f- most fans probably would like DRC more cause just because Jenkins leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. Ooh. You know what? Screw it. I'm going Janoris Jenkins. I, I refuse. If I were to pick DRC, it'd be pandering uh, because I know people ha- hate Janoris Jenkins, but I'm going Janoris Jenkins. He was way better than – DRC's good, but Jen- Janoris Jenkins was a lockdown corner. He was even good last year. Uh, don't talk to me about missed tackles. My, I want him to cover guys, not tackle guys, and don't bring up one game against Mike Evans. I'm going Janoris Jenkins to start off the 11th round. If you love corners who tackle, then you'll love Terrell Thomas. Um, hmm. All right. All right. So I kind of I kind of feel like I need to do – or you're done with your wide receivers, right? Yes. Uh, I still need a guard on the offensive line, but I have time for that. Let's get the defensive line, uh, the interior defensive line short up. Give me Dalvin Tomlinson. Oh, dude, I was hope I was thinking about picking Dalvin at that last pick. I was really hoping Dalvin would fall, even though there's other guys I like there. But I was really yeah. hoping Dalvin was going to fall to me. Dang it! 
Oh Dude, man! So that's... so let me so let's let's talk about this. Dalvin Tomlinson, because I mean this is I I don't have any defensive tackles left. So Dalvin Tomlinson, Fred Robbins, Barry Cofield, Linville Joseph, Jonathan Jenkins. Those are like, uh, and then also Snacks Harrison, but Snacks Harrison's just on a different level. But those guys, Dalvin, kind of you especially against the run, you would take Dalvin. Maybe Robbins and Cofield rush the passer pretty. Good. Dalvin's never got um, to play with good defensive ends. That's you know what I'm the, saying. That is very true. At least mm-hmm. not in his yes. prime. Where those guys all had the benefit of having all those great defensive ends around them, um, and fresh defensive ends because they were able to rotate them. So yeah, I love the Dalvin pick, man. I was really hoping I was, it was it was between him or Jenkins there. But I the reason I didn't pick Dalvin is because I didn't think you were going to. So that that bothers me. I'm going to be questioning myself all night and after the post draft with that. Listen to this D line: Strahan, Snacks, Harrison, Dalvin Tomlinson. Yes, yeah, not even Ooh. finished yet. So relax, relax, Ooh. Johnny. Uh, I have Woo-hoo. no more Pro Bowlers left. All right, no, you took you took. Def- I'm looking at positions you don't have. You know what? I was gonna wait to react to you at this position, but I'm gonna go Jabril Preppers. I got Jabril Preppers as my strong safety. Uh, maybe if I want to get another strong paper, uh, another strong safety, Jabril Preppers can play free safety. He's done that. I was gonna wait to you to react and then pick another guy, but at this point, I think I gotta go with Peppers here. All right, right on. You know, I'll I'll react to you anyway because again, if strong safety, it's not a position you're going to be going to. Give me Will Hill. Will Hill. You remember him? Yeah, I just feel like there's better guys on the board. Well, also, I need I I can't use I don't want to use another Pro Bowl spot, um, and I have an idea who I would want to go after at free safety. Um, so, I mean, I, if I don't want to use another pro bowler, that means Collins and roll are out of reach in terms of just guys that are safeties. Collins being the strong safety Roll can do both, but I consider Roll more or less a free safety, but give me Will Hill. Uh, Will Hill was a beast. If it wasn't for him, not paying his child support and it wasn't for him, him not being involved in drugs. He went to St. Peter's prep, shout out John Hillman, shout out me, shout out Will Hill. Um, give me, yeah, give me him. I think if he, if he didn't get in trouble and he was on the team for a longer time, I think Will Hill would have been a beast, and there would have been no need to even draft Landon Collins. All right. Well, I've got to get an outside linebacker at some point. I'm going to Hani Jones. I know we hate him because he's probably best known for the Eagles, but he was a good outside linebacker. Um, what Didn't have the greatest years for the Giants, but I'm, I'm going to Hani Jones' outside linebacker. Let's just get this over with. I need a slot wide receiver. Oh, man. <laughs> you need an outside wide receiver, too. I need an outside wide receiver, but I also need a slot wide receiver. Um, I was like low key gonna go with Steve Smith over Victor Cruz because the, I, Steve I'm Smith just, is a pro- I've been oh this- shut up, don't even dare. <laughs> if you picked, if you did that, I would be no. If you, you complained about oh the cult of Bali voting, I would have lost my mind. No, no, no. Um, I, I'll I won't be stubborn, and I'm going Victor Cruz. Give me All Victor right. Cruz and Hakeem Nix. They're teaming back up again. No more Pro Bowls left. All right, so no more no Pro, more Pro Bowlers, Bowlers. left of this draft. All right, we're waiting to see who would flinch first. Of course, it's going to be me. I'm going running back. I'm going Brandon Jacobs. He's my guy. Uh, I love Bradshaw. Um, Whoa! I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Brandon Jacobs. He was the starter of that group. The lead. The lead dog. I'm going Brandon Jacobs. He's definitely the best out of all the non Pro Bowlers, which are Saquon Bart. Oh, okay. Okay. I was about to They're, say. Those are Pro Bowlers. Saquon say. and Tiki are the Pro Yeah, those are right. Those are right. Yeah, so wow, these guys aren't going to be drafted. Big win for the anti-running back crew. <laughs> <laughs> Big win. 
<laughs> I know. I was just thinking about just drafting Saquon just to shut you up. All right. Oh man, big win for the anti running back crew. Let's let's wrap up these wide receivers and give me a Monty Tumor. Tumor, that's a good pick, man. To get Tumor this late is pretty impressive. Obviously, you know I went heavy wide receiver, but Tumor is a beast. He's a legit number one. Uh, and your team, your wide receivers fit together well. You got Nix and Tumor on the outside, and you got Cruz in the slot. So I, I like that pick. All right, so what am I doing next? I think I'm gonna. Thing is, is the safety I like. I don't know if you're gonna take him, and I, there's guys that I just know I can get uh, later because you've already picked that spot. But what do I do? I'm gonna go. I'm going Michael Johnson at safety out of Miami. Mm. I loved him. I think he's underrated. I thought he always did his job well. He's never flashy, but he had some. He had some interceptions for us. I'm going Michael Johnson to pair with Jabril Peppers at safety. Another giant secondary guy that got his injury cut short due to injury. So I, I that's that's a good pick. I like that pick. I'm glad you picked him because I'm glad you didn't pick Jabril Wilson. I knew you were going to pick Jabril Wilson. I knew that was going to be a guy on your list, and I'm I'm not hating on it, but I knew you loved Jabril Wilson, so I know you're going. I knew yeah. you're going to go there. All right, so I got to go outside linebacker. Um, you know, neither one of us has flinched on a center yet. Maybe I'll just go Nick Gates for center. How about that? Could I just <laughs> do it? No, I can't do that. He's never played center. Um, even though that would be hilarious if I did that. All right, so I got to go outside linebacker. But which one of these guys? I don't even have these guys in an order. Who do you like more, Reggie Torbor or Michael Bowley? Both Super Bowl champs. I like Bowley more, partially because he threw that football at that guy's face on Monday Night Football playing the Rams. You and just that's one won of the me over. Moments ever. Michael Bowley. Michael Bowley is the pick. <laughs> Do you remember that play where he threw, he just whacked that, he was a pick, or no, it was a fumble return for a touchdown. He just whacked that ball at that kid's face on Monday Night Football. Bowley, Bowley, Bowley. <laughs> I'm going Michael Bowley. Good. Um, gosh, so outside linebackers are done. Who are you going to go at defensive end? Everyone who's been good has went to a Pro Bowl, even Olivier Vernon. No, technically not. Technically not. I, there's, still, there's still some good depth at defensive end here. Um, and you know what we're talking about? I'll just do it. Gosh, I never fully loved Matthias Kiwanuka, um, partially because I got frustrated that he played a million different positions. But you you would agree with me, even though he was like an outside linebacker for parts of his career, his natural spot is at defensive end. You yeah, I would have that, taken right? Kuika, uh, or Kuika. I was going to take him at alpha, outside linebacker, but I was like, he's he's not an outside linebacker. He's a pass rusher. So I would have I felt dirty yeah. if I would have done that. I would have felt like I would have cheated the system. I low-key put Leonard Williams on here because he's honestly like a pretty good defensive end when you uh Kenny Holmes was he's also a, defensive. a guy. You're running a four three though. He's a defensive tackle. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. Kenny Holmes, he's very underrated. He didn't obviously wasn't able to stick around for the Super Bowls, but he was he was a first rounder. I I, I loved Kenny Holmes. I remember playing Madden and having that duo straight hand and Kenny Holmes. <laughs> Robert Ayers was here for like uh, a hot second too. Yeah, he was kind just of pick productive. Kenny Holmes if you're talking about Ayers. And then we can't forget about Dave Tollefson. How could we be remiss to forget about Dave Tollefson? That's a pander pick, but you should do it. Oh, that's a pander pick. Yeah, because I was never fully in love with Kiwanuka, but I love Tollefson, so I'm doing it. I'm picking Dave Tollefson. Get He'll me. Like he's a, he's finally starting. Finally starting. He had like a six, seven sack season um, in 2011, so I don't hate it. All right, so basically we're just filling it out at this point. The only position where we haven't picked mm-hmm. one is center. And... I can't, you know, we can't go O'Hara because we can't go Pro Bowlers. I'm going Chris Bobert. 
He's not remembered much, but Chris Bober was a pretty like solid center for us. He went and started for the uh, the Chiefs after us. But Chris Bober, I actually think he's pretty good friends with Tolleson. I think they've like they do some they've done some like radio stuff together. Uh, so I'm I'm going Chris Bober. I was supposed to interview him and I missed it, and then I tried to do it and it ended up not happening. So I'm going I'm going I'm going Bober. Hmm. Hmm. It's honestly between at center, it's between Weston Richburg and David Boss, but I'm going with Weston Richburg. Weston Richburg actually was a lot more healthier than uh than people think, and David Boss was a was a, a not as consistent as people think. Yeah, he just Boss gets played up a little bit because he won that Super Bowl. And listen, when Super Bowls you're immortalized. But yeah, I think Richburg probably been better. But I just honestly I just never loved Richburg and Pew. You know what I'm saying? I just like you know, it's it's not like a it's just one of those guys like two guys where you're just like I just feel like they're two softies. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. But you also like never love those teams. Yeah, I don't know. I just I couldn't stand Pew. It was just something about him. He annoyed the crap out of me. I'm just I'm gonna get Jason Seahorn off the board. I don't want to, have to wait wait for him at this point. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. going Jason Seahorn. So you've got running back, tight end, and an outside linebacker left and a left guard. Here's the thing. Now, this is, again, this is, I got to go back to like Justin Kidd brain a little bit here, where I'm thinking about Kevin Boss. I'm thinking about Jake Ballard for tight end. I have Jeremy Shockey's not getting drafted. Yeah. But also, there's like Mortellus Bennett that's sitting here. You'd be better off going, Boss. Uh, I feel like I'd be cheating if I went Bennett because it's like, oh, he was like, it wouldn't be cheating, but Bennett wasn't good for us. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying that he wasn't good. He's going to ruin your team chemistry, too. Bennett is weird. Have you ever read things about Martellus Bennett? Like he likes to paint. He has like weird hobbies. It's they're not hobbies of a football player. I and I hate to be him. like stereotypical, but yeah, it's weird. Very weird. Those two, Martellus and Michael Bennett, have very they're both very weird people. Give me Kevin. I like Boss. Michael better than Martellus. All right, so you're going to boss. All right, yeah. Boss man was on there. If you were gonna take anger, I was gonna take boss man. I uh, love the guy. And you know what? With with this with these teams, you don't need really a flashy tight end. You know, it helps. It helps having Evan Ingram, but you don't need it. E, hey, Eli Manning, a quarterback, he makes uh, even the average tight end look pretty damn good. Right. All right. So defensive tackle, it was going to be like, ooh, who do I pick from? You know what? If I'm going to be true and not pander, I know people hate this guy, but I'm going to go Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams has had some really good years. I know he didn't wow. have the sacks last year, but you pair him with those defensive ends. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm going to get a good guy next to him. So I'm going Leonard Williams. You just lost a lot of votes right there. Leonard Williams. I mean, look at he, his overall stats when you talk about his sacks. <laughs> he was first team all pro one year. You don't need to tell me. You don't need to tell me that. <laughs> I know. Janoris Jenkins it's, and Leonard Williams will be the two. If I don't win, those will be the two that stop me from it. It's your advantage that you're 50 minutes in that you're making the Leonard Williams decision. Um, let's see. I need a running back. I do not need a tight end. I, I still need one guard. So you want to know what? I'm going to go with, this is another guy that's like a fan favorite, but he was like a fan favorite for only like a hot second. Give me, gosh, gosh, Pew was technically a guard, but I like this guy. I like this guy a lot better. I, I like Pew. I have, I have Pew's rookie jersey. Give me DJ Fluker. Are you serious? Fluker was yeah. not good. Fluker is not, like, maybe his whole career, but as a giant, he's not sold on Fluker. I know you're waiting for running back as the last spot to be a jerk, by the way. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I only have two spots left, so at this point, yeah. Uh, now now that you said it, I will intentionally wait on running back. Jerk. 
All right, so I'm going defensive tackle. There's there's so many guys. Like I don't know who to pick for. Jonathan Hankins, Fred Robbins. Um, I'm going to go Hankins. I think H- Hankins is the better player. So I'm going Jonathan Hankins. You're going Hankins over my boy Fred Robbins and Barry Cofield? Yeah, I, th- I think Jonathan Hankins oh, is better. Oh, man. Wow, that hurts. Fred Robbins was sneaky good for a pretty long time for us. The thing is, a lot of those guys benefited be play, playing between awesome defensive ends. So I just, yeah, I keep on like creeping yeah. into my head when it comes to those guys from those teams. Yeah. All right. So we're going outside linebacker. It's my second to last pick. It's basically between uh, Keenan Robinson was pretty good too. Um, it's basically between Devon Kennard and Jaquan Williams. Jaquan Williams was definitely more of a coverage guy. Devon Kennard was definitely more of like a pass rush specialist kind of guy. Maybe. I don't know. Devon, I, I feel like Devon Kennard didn't really do anything exceptionally well. Um, but you know, we gotta, we gotta pick some, we gotta pick from crap here at outside linebacker. Give me Jaquan Williams. Coverage was like kind of his strength. Sure. So Give me a guy that can cover well at my outside linebacker spot next to Pierce and Kavika Mitchell. All right, last pick, inside linebacker. I'm going Chase Blackburn. He was the starting inside linebacker on a Super Bowl team that, you know, played against some pretty good teams. So uh, you know that you can play him at inside linebacker on a Super Bowl team. Can't really say that for anybody else that's available. So I'm going Chase Blackburn. Your last pick, who are you going? Shane Vereen, passing. Running doesn't matter, dude. Go Shane Vereen. I low-key want to go Orleans Darkwalk. No. Um, <laughs> Ahmad Bradshaw. I was going to say, there's only one pick. If you were going to pick anyone yeah. else, I was going to punch you. I do love Orleans Darkwa. There's some sneaky good metrics on how good Orleans Darkwa was uh, in 2017 about how efficient of a runner he was. Either 2016, you can, no, it was 2017. You um, can have good And I already made a video on it. Have three games, you know. You know what? I don't want to hear it. I, I love that man. He's one of my favorite people in the entire world. He doesn't know it, but he'll eventually be my best friend. But Ahmad Bradshaw, um, dude always ran incredibly, incredibly hard. I mean, I, what I loved, Bobby, is watching him run in the open field and the the anger that he would run with. That 2011, uh, I believe, what, week 15 that, that Christmas Eve game was? Um, week 15, week 16 against the Jets 2011, where he absolutely just trucks over um, a safety to score touchdowns. Absolutely incredible. Mod Bradshaw, he's my second favorite giant growing up uh, right behind Osu Manure. All right, so let's recap real quick. On offense, we both have Eli Manning, who's the QB. My offense, Brandon Jacobs, Evan Ingram, Plaxico Beers, Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Luke Pettigout, Rich Soybert, Chris Bober, Chris Snee, I got a lot of Chris's, and Kareem McKenzie. You have Ahmad Bradshaw, Kevin Boss, Hakeem Nix, Amani Toomer, Victor Cruz, David uh, David Deal, DJ Fluker, Wesson Richburg, Kevin Zeitler, and Will Beatty. On defense, I have JPP, Justin Tuck, Leonard Williams, Jonathan Hankins, Tahani Jones, Chase Blackburn, Michael Boley, Janoris Jenkins, Jason Seahorn, Michael Johnson, Jabril Peppers. You have Strahan, Tolleson, Snacks, Dalvin, Tomlinson. Kawika Mitchell, Antonio Pierce, Jaquan Williams, that was a bad pick, Corey Webster, Terrell Thomas, Will Hill, and Jabril Wilson. So who do you think people are going to vote for? I don't know. Um, my I'm not feeling great about my secondary, even though they're players that I love. I like my safeties. Uh, I think people may forget about Will Hill a little bit, which that could hurt me. Probably the biggest uh, blunder of the draft was me forgetting about Jason Seahorn and forgetting that he exists and just going with my personal bias of Terrell Thomas over him. So that's where I could be hurt. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's where I think it could be hard. I feel good about the, especially the front, uh, the front seven. I think my front seven is better than yours in terms of on the defense side of the ball. Uh, who are your wide receivers again? You have Odell, Plax, and Shepard. Yep, it's tough to it's tough to beat right there. I don't know. I think this is actually pretty evenly matched. Like our our strengths are like our strengths, and, and we have separate strengths. Do you know what people who say things are even usually are on the losing losers, side? Right? This. Yeah, I got the winning team, baby. We dominating. We putting up fifty. We holding you to like fourteen because <laughs> Eli's gonna get some touchdowns. But yeah, I, I like my team, uh, and I'm excited for to see the polls. I'm, I'm I'm addicted to fantasy. Talking sports has got me addicted to doing fantasy drafts. I but I guess I've never <laughs> plugged talking sports on this show, and there's not a lot of sports going on. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna plug the last episode. I'll plug it later. Don't listen yet. I'll tell you when to listen. <laughs> Love you guys. I really do. I think next episode, we don't have any interviews planned, even though we might try to get one. But we got to get another voicemail in the next couple of weeks. So if you've got a voicemail, leave us one at 732-443-0862. If you want me to repeat that, just hit the uh, back 15-second uh, button on your phone. <laughs> um, this isn't radio. So leave us a voicemail. Um, if we get enough, we'll definitely do a voicemail. If not, we'll figure something out. We are going to do a 2021 draft week coming up. I think we need to start prepping for that now, Justin, and getting ready. Anyways, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for rocking with us in the dead time. Uh, We'll be back later this week. Until then, let's go Big Blue.